to the Four Jack Podcast. And we're back to the Four Jack Podcast, brought to you by Jackson Labs, our favorite friends over there. Another another week on tour. Another quiet week. Um, to be honest, it was kind of nice to have an event that wasn't a ginormous deal. We have had a stretch among stretches that have never been touched on the PGA Tour at this time of the year. And to be honest, guys, I'm tired. And it was so nice to watch some lazy golf in the Caribbean. But before we talk about that, let's say hello to the fellas. Tombo, what's happening? Not too much, bud. Yeah, it was a refresher to watch some golf in the Caribbean today, actually. Made uh, our climate, our weather seem like somewhere. It's actually nice somewhere in the world right now, which is crazy. Like, super nice. It was a beautiful day here in Edmonton, but just not tropical. Uh, no, I, I'd say a little bit farther from that, but... Yeah, whatever. It, it was nice to feel warm watching the little bit of golf that I did watch. But before we get into how little golf I did watch this week, we'll say hello to Parks. Lastly, gentlemen, nice to be here. Yes, yeah, it was nice to see a little bit of golf. The three holes I think I watched Hudson Swafford uh, close it out. But yeah, like Tom alluded to, I mean, man, it's it's nice to remember what those places look like. Someday we'll be able to travel back to those places. So looking oh, forward to that. My gosh, the just looking at the blue sea and some palm trees, I'm like, God damn. I'm like, remember what that shit used to be like? I mean. It reminds me of that video we filmed the other day. Oh, yeah. Parksy, we got a treat for you and Pays. Dude. His announcement that he's going to be going to the Turks here pretty quick. We might have to be going tropical if we what? want to visit him. We might have to start looking at something because you know what? I don't believe. Where are you going? I just don't believe that staying in the cold is the best decision for <laughs> For the brand like and not only idea. my game, I think we need to keep playing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay my brother, 150 dollars that I can sleep in a closet in his house, and I'm just gonna <laughs> live on the 18th fairway, and I'll get a job scrubbing hooks and washing buggies in the, the backyard. Turks. Just hey, man, I'll just get one of those nets or self, self, they, they fruit, got a range. Man. It's good. I can just walk down. It's fine. No problem. See, pays was putting some time in at the range the other day, so he's he's getting closer. Kid nice. is grinding right now, and like the most inopportune time, you know. Now that there's like three weeks left of the golf season, maybe a month, and I'm like, yeah, now it's time to grind. Now it's time <laughs> to figure it out. Like first time I've had time to do so in a while, which is kind of nice. It's refreshing, kind of figuring out like I think purpose to practice, like putting purpose to my practice time. Be like, wow, this is weird. I haven't done this like all year. Yeah, just getting just getting the game in a good place to put on the shelf for the next six months. <laughs> I got a new putting uh, cup, so I'll just start rolling the rock down the carpet here. Just get ready for the Turks, you know, have, slow Bermuda greens. Have you is been using a, it? I have not yet. Okay, is that a Zavi putt cup? That sure is a Zavi putt cup. Nice. Yeah, and, you got a brand uh, out, I think the Zavi putt cup. Zavi putt cup, along with some tower beers. You know what? Ooh. Like that's there's nothing finer. Uh, that's a saucy Sunday. These rugs look like Sunday. they're rolling about like a. Nine, you know, on a good day, if I don't vacuum them, if they got a bit of a grain in them, you can get we can <laughs> stimp them up here. Like we can get them close to nine, five, ten. So uh, after a vacuum, ugh, you're dropping sub seven. Lightning. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Yeah, we just leave them, leave them uh, a little sheeny, nice. is what we call them down here. But it's nice. There you go. 
Uh, we can talk about some golf. Hudson Swafford picks up his second tour victory at the Corrales. I'll be honest, like from what I saw, the highlights and the little bit that I saw, that was a real scrappy win. It wasn't good. Oh, one of the few things I saw was him on that par five. I think it's like 12th, I don't know, somewhere around there. Hits a shot, goes off the left side of the green, down into a gully, hits a chunks of chip, comes right Does back to again. his feet. And he did it again the next hole. But on that particular shot, he did hit a good second attempt at his chip, which I was like, okay, that's that's scrappy. I like that. Yeah. And then again, the next hole you're saying. Yeah, and made double. He, the one, the first one, he, 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 he like he saved the par. Next hole, does the exact same freaking thing. Like his irons were terrible coming down the stretch, and even on eighteen, when he's got like forty feet two putt for the win, and he leaves it like eight or nine feet short, and you're like, dude, what the hell was that? Like, is he is he playing on a medical right now, or what's his deal? No, no, he's been playing all season. They're talking about something about a medical. Maybe I I just caught the wrong wind of the conversation, but. Mm-hmm. Car Banks was touching on the fact that he didn't seem very competent in his third round interview, mm-hmm. talking about there's a lot of guys out here that are good and it's easy. It's not so hard to win out here because everybody's so good and he wasn't really pumping his own tires. Maybe that's, I don't know, part of his mental structure or whatever. But yeah, interesting to see him sort of flail a bit and then close it, close it out. So mm-hmm. Good for Hudson. What I do like about it, like, that's how I do sometimes really enjoy watching these events. Like, I know it's been, like, a lot of crazy golf lately, but I, I do like to watch those events where not all the big guys are playing. Because when a guy like Hudson Swafford, who's, who has been on tour for quite a while, but, like, you know, he picks up $720,000. Like, that is such a huge momentum swing for an individual, like, outside of the top 20. And it's like, yeah, this means a lot. Like, and he got those 500 FedEx come. Yo, yeah, like he's rolling already. Then, like that's yep. such a great all the start. invitations. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Two Master exemption players. Yeah, like I mean that's huge for a guy like that. And yeah, I, you can't hate on these events. Like the fall series events are sick. Like just for that. Like there's better storylines almost in a way. Hank, like, Hank, Hank, Hank the Tank made an appearance. He's doing the yeah. Island series. I heard I was hearing on the coverage today. Is yeah. Hasn't played much golf in Sweden, but he decided due to COVID, whatever, he's going to go play the island events. Sick. I like that. Yeah, That's, That's a good cool. deal. Yeah, I'd take that little spin around the islands. Totally. No problem. Can we, Very nice. Can we touch on Mackenzie Hughes? Um, I don't know what you guys think of this guy, but, like, I don't know what his ceiling is, but, like, I legitimately think, like, name the last event that he was not somewhat relevant in. Dude, he's always in the conversation. It's good to see. It's just, it'd be really nice to see him fire up on Sunday afternoon and, and do something. Like, he just, he's flat. That number seemingly. was out there today. He oh, for it. sure. He I was mean, hitting bad iron shots into pins, rolling off greens. Like, I don't know if his tactical approach was real good, but yeah, he's been, he's definitely been a relevant piece of the conversation for, for a long time now, obviously. So, this is awesome for Canadian golf. Is he a major winner? Is he, like, in his near future, can he win a major? I think he's got to start closing tournaments right now is kind of where I would project it, like, do that. He could be, like, the Mike Weir story, though, right? Like, realistically. As soon as you said that, I'm like, Mike Weir sneaks out a green jacket. I hope Mackenzie Hughes can bring a little more than that, maybe, like, a two- or three-time major champion. Does he have that gear, though? Like, does he, like, you know what separates the field at, at inside the top 20? It's those guys that just, like, pull it out of nowhere, right? You know they persevere. They're just courageous. They take chances. But it's, it's. I don't know if he's the guy that's got that extra gear. I mean, obviously, his 
his trajectory has been consistent. He's always increasing. He's always playing better. He's making putts from all over the globe. But I don't know if he's that guy. I Like, for me, I don't know if it's the gear. I think it's his grittiness. I think that he, like, he just shows, like, a lot of, like, tough love and tough grit all the time. And I, I don't think it would be it – could, it could easily be the Masters if he's going to win something, but it wouldn't be a U.S. Open or a PGA. I think he could be a British Open winner. I, I Is think he, he long pick, enough for you U.S. Need, Open? No, no. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I heard a couple stats the other day because they were – I heard them talking about – or a couple other pods talking about the U.S. Open and the PGA Championship. Like, if you were to go back the last few years and look at the average driving – or the, the guys that won it, what their rank was in the overall driving for the year. And, like, it was... I don't think anyone was outside of, like, the top 12. Yeah. But, like, British Open, or the Open, brought to you by the Sorry, British. Josh. Yeah. Uh, like Brought to you by British people. <laughs> brought to you by those Brits. But... I like that. I think, the, high, I think the highest guy was, like, 36 in driving can we play the, Can you play the harp really quick? Uh, That'd be nice. For me? Yeah, thanks. The British Open brought brought to you by the British. <laughs> the Open go. brought to you by the British. Um I I could see him picking up something there because he's not super long. He's he's relatively long in the sense that, you know, he's right on to probably just above tour average. He stripes it. He's a great ball striker. Like, why wouldn't he be able to win an open? And his flat stick's good. Like, he's a good putter. Fuck, he putts yeah. long-distance putts really well. I don't know what his stats are right now, but he's making putts from everywhere. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's a pretty accurate uh, representation. I, sure. I thought it was – He he's showing it right now. Yeah. It's probably just, like, a couple of those little mental errors. Like, today, picked the wrong club, ended up in a bunker that had to hit it over another bunker just to hit the green. And it's like, that dude, that's your par five. You should not be doing that. Yeah. Right? Like – if you could eliminate whatever that is, maybe a couple fortuitous bounces that go his way. Because if you're grit, if you're, if you're scrappy and gritty, you gotta have something working for you. And I think if it, a couple things align for him, it'll. Yeah, I agree. He'll be looking good. Yeah, he looks good moving forward, and I think he, to you know, quote Parks here. He might be trending for the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might. Be. I think everyone's trending for the Masters. Yeah. Brought to you by the Masters people. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Are we trending for the Masters? <sighs> I hope so. I'd really like to get down there. So is That'd this be amazing? Is this true though? Like I saw this come out the other. Are patrons going to be there? I heard that they are announcing that they are allowing patrons. I don't know. Seriously, if it's news. I, I, I haven't awesome. seen that announcement yet, but. It is Augusta, and they do whatever they want. So I I don't even know if that's part of the United States. That's just its own country right there. George has been open. And watching a couple of these tournaments, there's definitely patrons there. It's not maybe not patrons, patrons land. There's there's people clapping and loving it, right? It's just like super exclusive. Well, they let let spectators out for the Champions Tour event most recently. So okay, maybe they're making that decision to move forward. Which is great. Obviously, they need that. It's a huge revenue stream for yeah. all of the communities and properties and all that fun stuff. So, yeah. yeah. To it's, be fair, though, like, how cool would it be to see Augusta with no fans? Yeah. Like, dead silent. You, if you, like, Weird. heard someone yell, like, around Amen Corner, like, you'd hear everything. Like, it echoes there, man. It'd be so cool to hear with or see it with no fans. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, I like Whoa. that. Back to Parksy's point there. It, it is interesting. Yeah, the, the fans, because they talk about how huge of a golf season this is coming up, right? 50 events. Like, this is the Mac Dat. It's like, yeah, what if there were... <laughs> it's the mega year. What if no one was able to go there? Like, where are they pulling the money and to be paying these guys $1.6 for the winner's circle, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Leveraging, I don't know, futures, I guess. Yeah. Must be, yeah. like... Yeah. It's going to be a little dicey for Some those guys. I mean, obviously, it's a billion-dollar enterprise, so I'm sure they're not worried. If this is to continue on for three or four years, it might be an issue. But, yeah, weird, right? Yeah, like, that's a big miss on the revenue on the revenue piece. So Huge. Um, the other thing I want to touch on this week, did you guys get to watch any of that uh, challenge of Payne's Valley with Tiger, JT, Rosie, and Rory? Saw a couple picks, a couple clips on the old Instagram. Yeah. So did did Tiger snipe one left off the first tee like OB? Was that his tee ball? I think every single opening one hole of them sniped one left. <laughs> like on one hole, whichever hole, like each player would hit a tee shot that was like so far off the planet that it was like what the hell? Like that long drive contest, Rosie hit that thing like eighty yards off the fairway. Wow! Like it was straight left. Uh, it was unbelievable. But you know what? Take away the bad shot of bad shots of it. Like that was sick. I like the fact that they're wearing their AirPods. They're like part of the like the broadcast. Like it's really fun. They're having long drive contests and they're chirping guys. And just give me an event like that every single week of a PGA Tour event. Mm-hmm. It's it's too bad. It's it it'd be cancerous to the brand to actually hear their banter like in real life because you know there be some sideways conversations going on. Like when Rory was talking about Domino's Pizza and yeah. JT was like. I would be like ripping the guy as hard as possible. So I mean, obviously he was reserved being on camera, but like, wow, dude, Domino's—that's interesting. But yeah. still, you, yeah, that's you've been. How cool is that to like hear him be like, catch that, I'm right? Rory McIlroy, I love Domino. Like, I don't know what it is, but the buttery crust and everything. It, there's just something about it. And that's that, the plug, right? Yeah, totally. What a sponsorship deal, hey? Dude. You're gonna see Rory on all the Domino's commercials now. In the Four Jack Golf League. They can speak their mind. It doesn't affect our brand, right? That's part of the brand. That oh, you, I like that. You, like that. you were fully exposed <laughs> in that one. I mean, there's no holding back on the brand side of things. But yeah. I still yeah. thought it was really cool. And you know what? Actually, so this is a point I want. And I actually want to call Matt Janella and apologize. Okay. Uh-oh. Because that 19th hole that they have at Payne's Valley, that like 120-yard island green hole, ridiculous all right if the round is over and you jog on that buddy that's an ace take it and run you deserve it it's an ace i'll give it to you it's fair matt you win buddy because that hole is sick yeah imagine being a member and you got that at the end of every single round double or nothing or do whatever you want play for a pop that is the gnarliest extra hole like i'd stand out there all night yeah i was thinking the same Sick. Did you did you see that rock feature too that they walk through towards yes. one of the tee boxes? I don't know if it's the first hole or the back nine or whatever it is, but like just sick landscape and sick kind of mental ideas and, and crazy imagination and inspiration went into this place. So yeah, good job, Tiger. Yeah, congrats. So Payne's Valley is a Tiger design then? Yes. Cool. But kind of like it was it was named after Payne Stewart, and it was like it was nice to see. Uh, Payne's son take the opening or make the opening tee shot. That was cool. I really enjoyed that. I like that tie together with that and kind of just keep it 
in the tour. Like, this is part of history. You got Nicholas out there. You got Gary Player. You got Tiger. Hey, man, we're here for you because, like, Payne was here for us. You yeah, should have played the whole round. Should have. Right? Get young I can't believe they, in there. Sure I can't believe they all hit the green. I know. On that par three. Like, that's Even crazy. Even the old hey? boys. All of them. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Deadly. Did yeah. You, did you catch the video of Jack Nicholas giving Gary Player a lesson at the end? Did, yeah. It's Absolutely. Great. He's like, trying to get him to turn through the ball. Turn. Yeah. I'm like, this is like a nine time major winner getting a lesson from the guy who's doubled up on him. I'm like, this is the coolest thing. Like, they never, th- that's the funny thing about golf is like, no matter how good you are, how long you play, you're always still willing to take a lesson and like take some advice. Yeah. I love that part of the game. Like, you could, Tiger, even, come on, every great player has a coach and, listens to that coach and learns more and more and it's like that's sick even freaking 80 years old you're still getting a lesson yeah you can only see so much perfection man when when you're in your own self like the only this is my feeling what does that feeling actually look like right you got your buddy that knows Mm -hmm. it's doubled up on you in the majors you trust his word so you take his advice right you're like yeah okay when you're Maybe my Legit. shoulders are not turning as much as they should, or maybe when you become seventy some, this is now how you have to move the body to turn those shoulders a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, for uh, sure. I like it. Gary Player is still crazy fit, though. Hey, like it's, it's just, just ridiculous. Freak. Yeah, the man's compared compared and to Jack. Yeah, it's great. He owns a couple of vineyards, a couple of wineries in South Africa as well, and well, like. Legit, like right in the garden route too. So like one of the most prime spots, and I think he's a little bit like Louis. I think he's a little bit of a farmer. Like, really? I, I, dude, I, th- I I don't know for sure. I'm purely speculating at this point, but like, I could actually see him being that guy to wake up at the fucking crack of dawn, and he'll be riding by you first thing in the morning on a tractor, just morning, tilling, <laughs> tilling up the land. Yeah. Like, Chasing the chickens, yeah. I, I can like actually it. see him being like that and like holding like an old seven iron, like swatting cattle or something. I mean, he just seems like <laughs> such a wild dude. We're just creating this strange narrative <laughs> yeah. for Gary Player, who oh, probably yeah. lives in a condo somewhere. Yeah. Wakes up at up. two a.m. to go get the chickens ready. <laughs> yeah, I can. Like, <laughs> he just seems like such a weirdo. Like, I mean, I love the bits, but like, <laughs> he—I don't know. There's just something about him that I go like. Dude, you do some weird shit in South Africa for sure. Like, I, I I, could see him out there picking his own grapes and just be like, nah, chucking the ones that he doesn't like, like just hand-picking every single one. Nope, nope, good, good. I saw right. Ian a little bit like, <laughs> did you ever watch that show with Ashton Kutcher where he worked? It's called, like, The Ranch or something like that. I've heard of it. I never watched it. Yeah, what you're describing right now <laughs> makes me think Gary Player is the old dude from that. <laughs> I forget what his name is, but the ladies, like, the older ladies are all about this guy. And so, because he's kind of got that cowboyness to him. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm just picturing just going If anyone's listening and if you, like, think of something, can you please draw me a photo of, like, like I would like, I would like a drawing, like, or a painting of Gary Player, like, as a farmer. Like, I'd love to see that because I think he'd fit that mold real well. Like, him and Louie must get along. Like that. Is Louie a farmer? Louie is oh, straight up. All he wants to do is farm. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to ride the fucking tractor, crush savannas or whatever, and just get crippled on that thing. Just plowing <laughs> land. 
Yeah. I could see him dirt. being like the kind of guy that would have a bottle <laughs> of wine with a straw in it sitting on the tractor for this sure. Is, <laughs> this is comedy. I love it. <laughs> like, I love I, I love, love the idea of that. I like this game. Are we going to be sponsored by John Deere soon? I really hope so. That'd be great. Damn, that'd be nice to get through the snow real well out here. Yeah, Need nothing runs whip. like a deer. Hey, man. <laughs> that's a great plug. oh my gosh that's funny all right let's move on from picking grapes to picking players yeah. do we want to recap what we did last week and how bad i was again uh yeah but I'll we just, don't uh, have to uh, that's another so i'll just i'll rip through it really quick pays your man mac hughes i guess you were foreshadowing a little bit your man mac hughes really pulled through for you this week with a minus 16 finish so you finished at minus 22 overall derp Minus 17, Tombo, minus 14, Parksy rounding out the back with minus 11. Mm. Okay, well, not a bad week, but we can uh, we can move forward into the October stretch now. We are like now it. into this middle section of the fall series. We're entering the Sanderson Farms Championship this week. Um, before I, we go into picks, I just want to kind of go through what we have coming up here. You thought we just finished a tough stretch? Like... Sanderson's, Shriners, CJ Cup at Shadow Creek, Zozo at Sherwood, Bermuda, home of uh, Patty <laughs> Reed. Bermuda people. Oh. Patty Reed shoveling. Yeah. Ooh. That's uh, the return to uh, disaster for him. Then after that, we have the Houston Open, the Masters, I wonder if RSM. They, I wonder if they have like little shoots with places Patrick Reed can put his ball so that they shoot up on the other side of the course ready for him. I hope somebody's walking around with a shovel. Like right at the tee box when he's walking, (laughs) he just drops a ball in there and it pops up in the rough. Hey man, I got to keep touching on this, man. Like it's going to go down somewhere, sometimes some event he's going to get caught doing something and they're going to punt him off the tour and it's just going to be a celebration. Okay. I just I'm waiting for this. You want to know my speculation on? I think his PP has yeah, been yeah. slapped a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's gonna be a good boy for a little bit. You think so? Okay. That's my. You think he's gonna reel it in for a while? I think he has to. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna jump onto that one as well. I'm gonna say, what's gonna happen first? Someone's gonna call out Patrick Reed for cheating, or someone's gonna call out Bryson for finding loopholes, and things will change. What will happen first? What do you think, think in performance enhancement loopholes or what? The way he Anchoring. puts. Um, oh, that's even like not even a question. That's totally illegal. Has to, well, it's it not, but it is, right? That is illegal. I don't care how what these guys say. That's illegal. It's an, it's anchoring essentially, yeah. right? Like, and now he's bringing in a forty-eight inch shaft. So yeah, yeah, dude. This is a this is what he's doing now. He's going to a forty-eight. To run it up his arm? No, no, no. For his driver. Oh, I thought you were talking putter. No. Like, huh? <laughs> like just under his shoulder with like a crutch? It's probably not yeah, too far exactly off, to be fair. Stick it like in his my putter's arm pretty pit. damn long. Well, a 48-inch driver, for sure. Obviously, you know, he was making that move towards, like, long drive kind of swing thought process on the tee. So, obviously, he's going to put a longer driver in play. And what is his current driver? Four degrees, five degrees yeah, it's loft? it's less than his putter. Is 48 the max you can have on 48 tour? 48 is the max. And I think I have this sneaky feeling. I don't know why, but, like, I think he's going to end up getting caught with a longer shaft. <laughs> like a 48 and a half or something. Yeah. Well, you'd yeah. notice 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you would notice that. 
Fucking hell. Standing on the other side of the world from your ball. Exactly. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Pardon me. I love it. It's an optical illusion. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Pay attention to your own game. Yeah. I'm taking this thing back to the store. Don't worry. Uh, Okay. Let's get into some picks real quick here. So the Sanderson Farms this week, uh, since I cleaned up yet again. Not really, actually. Just Mackenzie Hughes carried me through that. Hit I'll the go. harp, boys. Hit I'll, the harp. I'll go first here. Ding. It'll step up. Uh, I'm going to go the defending champ. First pick, Sebastian Munoz. Second, I'm going to go Emiliano Grillo. And I'm going to go Brandon Hagee. I just because I love watching that guy hit the ball. And a little blast from the past. I'm going back to Sungjae. Oh. Yeah. Sungjae's oh. getting back into the roto. I knew that was going to come. I saw him when I was going through the field, and I was like, for sure, Pace is on this today. Yeah, he's been playing well, man. You got to go with Sung him. Sung I like it. Good to see him back in the rotation. Love it. Tom, what do you got for us? Yeah, today, I think we're going to keep it pretty simple. We're going to take first pick, Scotty Scheffler. Welcome back to playing. We've missed you. Hope I like, you're I like that, actually. Um, I'm also going to take Patrick Rogers. Play well this weekend. I like him. Although when I pick him, usually he doesn't do it, so he must be a listener of the pod. Getting a little nervous. I'm also going to take Henrik Stenson is looking good. I like that he's back here working on his game. I think this week he got the rust off. Next week he's coming in hungry. And to wrap this one off, we're going to take Mr. Chaz Reavy. I've been tempted by him for so long. You're indulging. indulging. I'm okay with that. I don't hate that at all. Indulging in the shades. I like that a lot. I want to touch on Patrick Rogers a little bit. Like Stanford standout was a, like had an amazing NCAA career and yet just hasn't found it on the PGA tour. So I guess a testament to how hard it is to win out there because those guys are so good. But anyway, good pick. I like that. I like that too. All right. Do I even need to pick picks? I mean, I'm just last every week, so <laughs> I'm just going to make names up this time. But I think I have a little bit of a strategy, so I'm coming for you, Pace. Okay, okay. All right. Sam Burns. Oh, Rafa Cabrera-Bello. Stuart with, Sink. Oh, I thought you were going with the bees. Dude, I almost went Sink. I really thought about him. And Louis Oosthuizen. Oh, wow, Louis. the farmers. Louis the farmer. Yeah, there we go, baby. Picking oh, them grapes, chasing them chickens. He's chasing down a W this week, was, I think. Was your strategy men who aren't afraid to get their hands dirty? <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard working man. I'm a Whatever. fan of that. That's nice. Once again, those right. picks are brought to you by Tower Brewing, as well as this tour pod. Our favorite beer, the beer that we're always drinking. It's the beer that you guys should be drinking, too. <laughs> get on the local stuff, Tower Brewing. I like Absolutely. That. There we go. Excellent. Um. God, I just had something. I just blanked out there because uh, we were thinking about the tower. Yeah, brewing. I got. Th- I was salivating <laughs> just thinking. How many about tower that. tower brewing brewer, bleh, beers have you had? I had, show? I had a few last night. I leaned in last night. I'll be totally honest. I had a few, and I was a bit slow today. Yeah, I, I struggled. Couldn't I, wouldn't have noticed if you didn't say anything. You're sharp here today on the pod. <sighs> to be fair, I, I I don't know what I did. I pounded through the gym today, and like it just brought me back to life. And then. Ended up going to the mall with codes, and we just we went on a classic Cody tear today. Yeah, we uh, we got snacks and four beverages. You went back to like 2013 today. 
they're probably older. Like there was like it almost felt like GMAC years, like two thousand seven. Wow. Like, showing up there for lunch and getting four bevies and three snacks and then heading back for lunch. Like, I love <laughs> it. Pick up a couple of pork buns too from the TNT. Did, did yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had quite the little feast this afternoon. It was it was nice. Was How is our man Codes? It would sure yeah. be nice to have him on the podcast one of these days. One of these days, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we'll can catch a, we can catch him next week after we um there's a bit of a battle going down this upcoming Friday, to be honest. Big one. There's I about think. 30 guys going out to the bear for a skins game. Ooh. Uh, banger. 1.30 to 2.30 during the afternoon on a Friday afternoon. It's supposed to be like 20 degrees. Weird. It could be hot. Speaking of 2012 or whenever the heck it was, yeah, if you do get the afternoon off, that's going to be our chance, I think. You and me versus Codes. And V. And V. Yeah. Wow. That's e bud Hey, I like that. Yeah. Hmm interesting not okay. sure i think you're gonna have to have a couple of range sessions this week we might have to go out there together get you working on some drills <laughs> call robert <laughs> see that, if he's get that. ready for some facetime and like hey man remember that day i don't think i'm gonna go into th- anything too deep right now i think it's just find something repeatable and then i think we'll grind it just get that flight scope mevo out there buddy and get your numbers get your get yeah. your wedges dialed I in that's what dude i am dialed in i'll tell you right now my wedges are dialed in yeah. i'm flexing with wedges like right now he's always had a good short game i think it's just finding the right swing thought that you need for to just get you where you need to go whatever that i'm going through some wild shit parks like for the people that don't know like i have this weird fucking thing where like i will make my practice swing and it's exactly how a golf swing should look and then I get up to the ball, and it's like it goes. Bleep. No, we go different ways. And now I've started to like, after before every single shot, I literally pick the club off off the ground, kind of like how Phil does it. And doesn't matter what it is, driver through wedge, pick it up, and then it starts. Do you have the yips by chance? Fucking close. It's it's not even like the yips. It's just like his swing. What's the hammer throw? Whatever that one is in in yeah. the old. Like, because his arm just gets a little too across, like sideways instead of like it's like horizontal instead of vertical. Like that, you're just putting yourself in a tough position to get back consistently. Yeah, you know what? I think I saw some video evidence online of this the other day. Now that's some old trash, but it's 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 leaning towards that way again. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say it's like leaning towards that because that was just from a whole nother level. But it's like knowing that that once. It was there kind of like having Voldemort in your blood, right? It's like, it oh, there's a, always demons. It is a part of me. And to be fair, though, and like, not that we need to touch on this too long, but like, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it, man. My, this my is P- this PTSD, is relatable for all my, the listeners. So, like, PTSD, let's have a like, let's really, have a little kumbaya. Yeah, like I I feel the PTSD hard when I think of that time, but yeah. I did actually I believe and Pat actually crowned me. The MIP that year, most improved after, it, dude. There was a time where it was so bad that Cody and ta- you were living literally next door to each other in the mm-hmm. same building, and we were out in a field, like just across the road. And I was farming stand- by chance. Nah, well, pretty much. I was ripping up some <laughs> yeah. fucking turf, and I literally stood there and hit the same spot, like just pounding these hard swings. For about an hour and a half, maybe two hours in the same spot. I left a freaking divot, man, that was like as deep as my knee. 
Like it was, Jesus, I was just man. sitting there hitting ball. He was hitting nothing. I was just hitting the ground. You need like, some time with our man Robert Ratcliffe, I think. I think so. But here's where I'm at with it. I don't think it was like, I think we got it mixed up. To be quite honest, I think you're so close to being so good is it's just like a little off because you can swing it around with if you go out there have fun you can do it. But like the problem is we're playing with good golfers usually that like you want to try and compete with them and like it's it's just like the finest of tuning to get it to where it needs to be so that you can take Parksy down right. Do you not remember Tobiano? Team Parks and Pays took down Team Tom and Coates. It was the greatest ham and egg experiment i've ever like but i watched i watched you rattle off three birdies so yeah. like front nine i think in the first five holes or something i think i birdied ridiculous. three out of the first four that's where i'm talking yeah, who it's is like, this guy it yeah. is elevated oh it's yeah. there it's there and the thing is like i had hints of that again on friday like tom came out and joined this is okay so we're going to a bit of a tangent and then we'll shut this down because we can go on forever with this but like so this is the first taste I've had of fall ball in Edmonton, in Canada, in like five years. Mm-hmm. And like, it is stunning how good fall golf is. Like, I forgot. And like, I've been trying to play a bit more and grind it out. But there just gets to a point with your swing where you're like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to try and manufacture whatever. It's the end of the year. I don't care. Like, you just appreciate being out there that you just don't really care anymore. Whereas, like, you're talking about playing with better players and you want to impress. It's like, nah, I only have time. Like, a full round for me, man, is, like, 12 holes. Like, I was still, we were talking about this the other day. The last time I played a full round, Parks, was, like, Barhead, like, two and a half months ago. There's just no, there's no way to get any practice like that. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, so you need to figure out exactly what the hell is going on that day. Go hit five balls on the range. Be like, okay, so this is the swing I have today, and we're just going to scrape around with this. That's how you kind of have to shift it. That's legit, man. A lot of guys do that. I mean, I think what you need to get into is a little more of a structured program where you have specific things that you work on, and you have sort of set a timeline, and you want to achieve different things. Robert Ratcliffe's really good at that. Shout out, Robbie, friend of the show. But mm-hmm. what really transitioned my game from okay to better than okay was – spending a lot of time with him but like having a very not so militant but a very structured approach to what you're doing because mm-hmm. going to hit balls on the range is completely useless if you're trying to work on something you have to have targets you have to have some kind of a drill that you're incorporating into your golf swing so it transitions to the golf course right that's the big thing. and like so. it actually impacts your swing rather than just like what is it today it's like no i know yeah. i have a tendency to do this with the club so i like one of the things they had me working on way back in the day was like almost feeling like I'm throwing it over my shoulder. Right. Like, cause I was just bringing it way too inside at first. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, you literally feel like you're just chucking a bag of sand. And then it, I ended up coming down over the top a lot more hardcore than before, but whatever it's like, yeah, knowing what you need to work on as a player almost is well, is just key. incorporating that purpose into your practence, right? That's but then, the but then that piece transitioned in your in your pre-shot routine as well. So you yeah. find that feeling, yeah, or that's your mental cue, and then you stand up and hit the ball, and it's it's a little more. I don't know. There's obviously some variance still, no matter what. Like it's golf, right? Yeah. Nobody's gonna master it ever. Like no. you alluded to earlier, it's the infinite yeah. pursuit of perfection. I mean, even Jack and. And Gary are still on the range working on the shoulder turn, right? Yeah. Like you think by age 70, you probably might have that down considering you've been a major champion numerous times, but numerous. it's it's golf, unfortunately. But I think, yeah, I think if 
maybe we should reach out to Robbie and get some programming and put it up on the uh, website for the for the listeners just just to have a little insight into what a structured program looks like. After watching Robbie at uh, Bear that one day, the thing that I took away the most out of that guy, and this is kind of like inspiring me to go with a blade putter just so I can actually just look like I know how to putt. But watching Robbie putt, that was like that was majestic for me to watch that man putt. I've never seen someone so methodical and like you want to talk about a routine that's repeatable, that is precise. I ne- I, I could probably count it down to like the half a second until he pulled the trigger on every single shot, mm-hmm. but especially when he was putting. It was like I guarantee yeah. I guarantee you, sorry to interrupt, but I guarantee you that he has a clock going in his head. Mm-hmm. Cuz I remember once upon a time that you say that there's something to do, something methodical about putting that he was trying to convey a message a long, long time ago. And everybody seems to go off on their eye or I, I know what I'm doing kind of thing. But yeah, there's a very like metronome style seconds timer, whatever you want to call it, that that goes off. So yeah, <laughs> very beautiful. Yeah, dude, he was like that. Be the ball, be the ball. Itching to spit that one out there. Sorry, Pregsy. I love it. But boys, I think that's a bit of a wrap i got nothing really i just wanted to kind of spew out some golf feelings and chat about it a little bit and get jacked up for some fall golf this week yeah i enjoyed this love chat it. today boys i love it um yeah very nice yeah parks i want you to have a good week and i'd like you to actually maybe go hit some seeds and try yes and get out absolutely. get out of the office a little bit <laughs> i don't know if parks he's in the office all he's running and gunning blazing doing it's the jack of all trades it's craziness yeah i'm really excited to uh be a part of this plant-based movement and uh some big things gonna cross over with the four jack hopefully down the road here so yeah it's gonna be exciting but obviously i mean you gotta stay true to the grind and hustle and and that's what uh that's what growing the brand and growing the business is all about. It's what the boys do. Parksy's got like three cell phones set up on the dash of his car, <laughs> and he's just running multiple Zoom calls. <laughs> like, okay, my turn to speak in this one. Mute the other two. Mute. Yeah. Go. Mute. Yeah. Go. There, are people in the other meetings are all like, "What? Parksy's going off on something? Who's he hey, talking about? Yeah, your mic's off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he's really speaking, ripping this guy in German. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why is he it. speaking in German? Gotta hustle, man. We gotta. Hustle, right? And I, you know what? Real quick, let's touch on blue tees because I want to say we're starting to have those conversations, and it's it's sort of it's sort of a warm reception as opposed to being totally shut out because you know the the brand leader in the category is kind of like the bully, obviously. And there, there's always competition, but I, I really think that we have a wonderful product, and and obviously any of us would be very happy to get in front of whoever wants to see it. We have some demo units available, so. Yeah, give us give us a little bit of an opportunity, and we'll uh, we'll wow you. I'll be I've been using mine. It's sick. Yeah, I love too. it. And to be fair, to make it even better, Parks, you're gonna like this. I've lost my Bushnell. Three I have yeah. no <laughs> idea where it is. No, I've completely lost it. For real? How long have you had bad. that for? Like 37 years, haven't you? I think I got it in 2010, 2009. Wow, something like that. And that thing's still grinding, but well, not anymore. I don't know where it is. I thought it was rumbling around in my trunk because there was something rolling back there. I was like, oh, it's got to be my rangefinder. Look, a couple golf balls rolling around (laughs) instead. Hey, I think about four pairs of shoes, some flip flops, and something else. Oh, how's that that smell? Interesting Mm. though. Yeah, you subconsciously, after all that long, you've had it, and then as soon as Blue T shows up, she gone. 
she go oh it's it's it is what it is right it was meant to be it was meant to be the universe is talking to you like that is meant to be this ending is meant to be and this podcast was brought to you by canadians this is a canadian podcast (laughs) i love it all right guys a little sprinkle of american america just a little sprinkle america all right chuck norris have a good one boys Love the chat, and thank you all for listening. And if you're craving something tonight, go get a tower beer. All right. Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Bye-bye.